Welcome to the Money Mindful Podcast, where money mindset and life coach Megan Jean Smith, hey, that's me, teaches you how to transform your relationship to money and achieve your life goals so you can live a glorious, magnificent, delicious, awesome life and love being you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Money Mindful Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Jean Smith. Ah, so good to be with you here today. You know what? I just realized I don't even think I mentioned that I've got a whole new intro and outro and it's been on the podcast for a few weeks now. Did you notice? What do you think? It's my voice now. It's not a voiceover. So I think I've told you lots of times, you know, the podcast has evolved over time and I've evolved and I really needed to, well, I didn't need to, I wanted to update the intro and outro just to reflect where we're at now because I used to listen to the intro and outro thinking, oh my gosh, this podcast has moved on, we've changed, we're going so much more deeper into transforming your relationship with money and I need to uh, update. So let me know what you think. Shoot me a little email or chat to me in the DMs in Instagram if you hang out with me over there. Um, Now, oh, and by the way, if you're not hanging out with me on Instagram, that's okay. Maybe you're not a social media person, but if you are on Instagram, come say hi. My handle is at Megan J. Smith. So today we're going to talk about how to reduce your debt faster from a mindset perspective. But before we get into that, I got a little favor to ask you. If you are loving the show, I would be so appreciative and grateful if you could give the show a review wherever you're listening to it. So if you're listening on iTunes, you can just scroll down to the bottom and click a five-star review, or you can even type in a little comment of what you think about the show. I just appreciate it so much because when you write a review, it helps others when they want to when they find me and they're thinking, is this the right show for me? And they read your reviews and they're like, huh, this sounds pretty good. Maybe I should have a listen. And I know that there's some of you who listen to the show who've written in and told me how much you've gotten out of the show and how helpful it is. And you're not even my one-on-one clients. And so if you can get that help just from listening to the show, I would really love as many women as possible to have access to this because I just want women to feel empowered when it comes to money. And I also want women being empowered to create the money and life that they want because, you know, basically women are awesome. I'm a woman and I want women doing what they want to be doing in life. And this is why I'm here helping you. So, That was a bit of a long spiel just to ask for a review, but I would really appreciate it and thank you in advance. Okay, so let's talk about how to reduce your debt faster. One of the first things about debt that I just want to get out there, it's like one of the problems that I see many people have is that you have a really negative relationship with debt, right? Like Debt is made out to be this horrible, terrible, bad thing that it's absolutely shameful if you're in debt. And, you know, even people go as far as to 
feel like they're a bad person if they have debt or that there's something wrong with them if they have debt. So of course, if you're feeling that way, it makes dealing with debt just awful, right? Because the whole vibe around debt is really stressful and negative and like there's a big problem if you have debt. So I want to help you today with that side of things. And I also want to help you create a pathway to pay it off faster. So first of all, I want to let you know that I'm going to give you six steps to basically managing your debt so you can pay it off faster. And I want to share a story about one of my clients. So a little while ago, I did some in-depth coaching with one of my clients around debt. One of the things that came up was just all these feelings that she had about the debt. Like she was making herself wrong for having the debt and she felt ashamed for being in debt. And it was really stopping her moving forward with handling the debt because she was avoiding it. I mean, she felt so terrible about the fact that she was in debt. So the very first step to reducing your debt is just to know that debt is neutral. Okay. There's nothing wrong with you if you have debt. Debt is just neutral. Okay. Debt is money, but it's money that you've bought ahead of time. Okay, and when we buy money ahead of time to purchase something, we pay extra for that privilege, right? To be able to get access to that money ahead of time. It's like we're just buying money and there's a cost on that money, right? So it's still money and we've just bought it ahead of time. But the trouble is, for many of us, we don't think that debt's neutral, right? So one thing that you can do is just do a little exercise. We just take a little piece of paper out and just write down what do you believe about debt? Because when many people ask that question, they write down things like debt is bad. You should avoid debt at all costs. It's shameful to have debt. I don't want to be in debt. Debt stresses me out. Right, so if you've got any of those kind of thoughts, nothing's gone wrong, okay? It's not bad, it's not good. But I want to offer to you that if you do have those kind of thoughts, it can make paying off debt slower. What? Yeah. Now, a lot of people think that if they think that debt is bad and they make themselves wrong for having debt, that somehow that will help them pay off debt faster. And I want to offer that the opposite is true. Because when we have a lot of negative thoughts about debt, it can actually slow us down because we are so consumed with the stress and worry and shame and judgment of having debt that it clouds our thoughts and doesn't leave room to make a plan to pay off the debt faster or to see other opportunities 
of ways to handle the debt or to handle why we're in debt in the first place, right? And when we are not making a plan to pay off debt or managing the debt, you know, it doesn't take two and two to put together that that slows you down, paying it off. So writing down what you believe about debt is a great first step just to give you some awareness around what you believe about debt. Now, if your thoughts about debt are supercharged and super negative and shameful and heavy, that's just an opportunity for you to notice that you might want to work on your mindset around debt, okay? Because I just want to offer that if you are not in the place where you feel that debt is neutral, and listen, I don't always think of debt as neutral. Sometimes I get stressed about debt too, but in general, I'm pretty good at staying in the neutral zone with debt. So um, if you are very charged around debt, that's an opportunity for growth. That's an opportunity where you can work on your mindset to get to a place where debt is neutral. And I'm going to share um, my client example to give you some perspective on this. But first, I'm going to tell you about step two is just to be aware that there are forms of helpful debt and unhelpful debt. And knowing how to recognize each of these forms of debt also helps you pay off debt faster. Now, most commonly, consumer debt and credit card debt is unhelpful debt. And it's just unhelpful in the sense that credit card debt usually has extremely high interest rates and consumer debt is usually associated with things that, you know, you're consuming. So they're non-essential items or they're things that don't create an income. Whereas there's forms of debt that can actually be quite helpful and can make you a lot of money. For example, investment debt right? Like, or if you've bought a home and you've taken out debt to buy a home, I mean, that debt can be quite helpful. You wouldn't have been able to buy a house if you couldn't have got that debt, right? But I want you to be very careful about just labeling things as unhelpful and bad without really examining them. So if we go to this example of my client, she uh, managed to acquire for her, a significant amount of debt over a two-year period. And she felt, and it was credit card debt, and she felt extremely um, ashamed about having this debt. And it really weighed heavily on her. And she was kind of making herself out to be this wrong and bad person because she had this debt. But when we started, you know, exploring this debt a little bit and, um, talking about it in the in the coaching session, it turned out that the reason she had this debt is because during the pandemic, her business was one a, a type of business that was just n- couldn't operate in the pandemic. Her business was totally shut down, right? Because of the laws of, of what happened in Australia. And basically because she wasn't able to conduct business and create an income in her business, she started to rack up business debt on her business credit card, right? And the reason why she had that debt was to keep her business alive. 
And so it's very easy to quickly judge ourselves and judge having credit card debt. But when we dug deeper into this, you know, it actually turned out that if she hadn't taken on that debt, her business would have been kaput, like she would have lost her business. And so the fact that she was able to take on that debt over the two-year period where she was very limited with the work that she could do because of the laws in Australia, she actually kept her business alive. Now, traditionally, we would say credit card debt is unhelpful, but in this case, this debt was extremely helpful. If she wasn't able to take on this debt, she would no longer have a business. And I really want to let that sink in for a minute because here she was making herself feel terrible for having this debt, but in actual fact, she kept her business alive by having that debt. And now that the pandemic's over and she's back in business again, she was able to start paying that debt off, right? And then when we started doing the work together and really cleaned up her thoughts around that debt and cleaned up the idea that she was making herself wrong and being able to release all that shame that she had about debt and look at it from a different perspective, she was then able to go in and really tackle that debt and make a plan to pay it down faster. Because previously, even though she was working again and was able to pay off the debt, she was paying off some of the debt, but she didn't have a solid plan to get it paid down faster because she was so caught up in feeling shame about it, right? So of course, when we feel shame about something, we don't want to look at it. We want to avoid it. I mean, that makes total sense. So she was just kind of paying the minimum amount, not really looking at the credit card, not really wanting to... um, put that in her face because every time she looked at it, she just felt terrible about herself. But once we worked through that mindset stuff and brought the debt back to being neutral, she was able to, she had the mental space to be able to look at it from a neutral space and just get into it and make a plan to pay off the debt. And she started paying it off at a really fast rate. And I believe at this stage that she's now totally paid that off. So if I just circle back to what I said in the beginning, that it's like it seems like it's helpful to make ourselves wrong for having the debt and beating ourselves up and making debt out to be this really bad thing. But in actual fact, in this case, in my client's case, it was slowing her down. Like she, it was slowing her down for paying the debt off faster because she was so caught up in feeling bad about it. All right, so step three is looking out for the common myths in your conversations and beliefs that contribute to debt. So one is like, that's not enough. Another is more is better. Another is that's just the way it is. So when we have these kind of beliefs, it they can trip us up, right? Like when we're in the mentality of that's not enough, that often creates us spending more, right? Because we feel like we lack somehow. So we need that new dress or we need that new thing to kind of give us that instant gratification, like to make us feel better. You know, there's a lot of psychology in this. Like we spend money sometimes to fill a hole. It's like to try and make ourselves feel better, right? 
comparing ourselves to the Joneses, like more is better. Oh, we're going to a kid's party. We've got to buy them a gift. We can't just buy them a small thing. We have to buy more, 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 right? Like it's like you see this in culture, more is better, bigger, better. And that's just the way it is. It's like we get these ideas about money and debt and we just think that that's the way it is without actually examining it. And that shows up a lot when it comes to helpful debt. You know, people actually stop themselves from creating more wealth because they're not willing to go into debt. But debt in many circumstances can actually be really helpful, like when it comes to investing. And even I think I mentioned the story previously about we bought a new car recently and I was so fixed in this belief that, oh, you know, we don't take debt for car out for a car. Like I'd always bought cars up front. But we actually saved ourselves money by going into debt to buy a car, right? Because of the cost of what it was costing us to upkeep our old car, like all these things were starting to break down. We were spending like thousands of dollars on getting it fixed. And it equated to basically the same amount that we would pay in interest if we just took out a loan to get the balance of what we needed to buy a car new, But we can just get so fixed in these ideas, right? Like, oh, that's just the way it is. Debt is bad. And I'm not suggesting that you run out and get yourself into a heap of debt, but I'm just suggesting like really widen back and get curious and have a look. Like, is it, is that how I want to think about it, right? Like, can I look at this in a neutral way? All right. So number four, if you are finding yourself in consumer debt, or, or not even, I did this when I had no credit card debt, is to take your credit card out of your wallet for two months. Because in today's society, a lot of us are attached to having credit. And I know I certainly was. I always have my credit card in my wallet. And when I took my credit card out of my wallet, I realized how attached I was to it. Because I was suddenly like, oh, oh, do I have enough money in my account to pay for this, right? Like, because I always just kind of put it on the credit card if I need to, and then, you know, I always pay it off at the end of the month. But just not having my credit card in my wallet for a couple of months was really helpful to just cut that cord of being reliant on having it. And that's a that's a good one, especially if you're have some bad habits, you know, like where you know you don't want to spend the cre- on the credit card, but you just have it in your wallet and so you do. So that's quite a helpful one. But even if you don't have bad habits with credit, just taking it out of your wallet for a couple of months just to experience not living with credit, I think is really helpful. Okay. So step five is make a plan to eliminate your unhelpful debt if you have it. Now, like I said earlier, it's a lot easier to make a plan to eliminate your debt if you're not like completely overwhelmed with shame and worry and um, negative feelings about debt. You know, like once you get to a place where you can just feel neutral about debt, it's really easy just to look at your debt and be very pragmatic and practical. And it's like, okay, so this is what the repayments are. This is how long it's going to take. Like I think on your credit card, it usually tells you how long it's going to take to pay it off. Now, what if we just put a bit extra in, right? And that can just be as simple as, well, I'm just going to put 1% extra in, 
and just see how I go. And then you start paying off 1% extra and realize you don't even notice. So it's like, well, maybe I'm going to start paying 5% extra in, right? It's just, I mean, I don't have the, the correct answer for you because it's different for everyone, but you make a plan, like make a plan to eliminate your debt. I mean, that seems so obvious, but so many of us just don't even do that. We don't even look at our debt because we just feel such a negative emotion around it. Okay, and then the sixth step that you can do to pay your debt off faster is having a forgiveness practice. And I can't tell you how important this is, especially if you have been making yourself wrong for having debt and really beating yourself up about it. And a forgiveness practice is it can be as simple as just writing down Like, I forgive myself for creating this debt because the truth is I did the best I could with what I knew at the time, right? You know, I mean, you are not going to pay off debt faster by beating yourself up and feeling terrible about it, right? And forgiving yourself for creating that debt or forgiving yourself for making decisions in the past that you know, now have consequences for you now is so powerful in just releasing all that negative emotion and giving yourself some space to move forward. It is so much easier to pay off debt when you're in a neutral space around it and you also are not making yourself wrong about it. It just frees up so much attention and energy. And finally, I just want to give you a little reframe that if you have debt, consider this. It means that someone values, respects, and trusts you because you wouldn't be able to have that debt if the person who lent you that money didn't believe that you would honor that debt. So you are not somebody who is bad with money if you have debt. I want you to reframe it and think of it from that perspective That if you have debt, it actually means that someone values, respects, and trusts you because they believe that you are going to pay off that debt, right? Try thinking about yourself in that way. I love that reframe. Okay, that's all I've got for you today. Just in summary, know that debt is neutral, okay? There's nothing wrong with you if you have debt. Two, there are forms of helpful debt and unhelpful debt. Know how to recognize each of these. Three, look out for common myths in your conversations and beliefs that contribute to debt, such as that's not enough, more is better, that's just the way that it is. Debt is bad, I shouldn't have debt, right? Just have a look out for those. Number four, take your credit card out of your wallet for two months (laughs) and see how you go with that. Number five, make a plan to eliminate your unhelpful debt. And six, have a forgiveness practice. Forgive yourself. Be your own best friend. Stop beating yourself up for having debt. Okay, you have been doing the best that you can with the knowledge that you've had at the time. And remember, if you have debt, it means that someone values, respects and trusts you as they believe you will honor that debt. Okay, you are not somebody who is bad with money. 
Alrighty. Until I get in your ears again next week, have an amazing week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful Podcast. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. Ready to take the next steps? Creating your money and life goals can be super challenging if you don't have a process to follow. Get my free course that will help you get unstuck, clarify your goals, and get you going. For more info, go to meganjsmith.au.